Hi, welcome to Pacific. 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 This is Lead the Pack. 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 Lead the Pack podcast. Welcome back to the Lead the Pack podcast by Pacific University, the first College 101 podcast giving you exactly what you need directly from the source. I'm your host, Xavier Harvey, and we are here with another one of our admissions counselors and alumni combination, Rudy Sanchez. How are you doing, Rudy? I'm good. How are you doing, X? I'm doing good, my man. Glad to have you on today. So as I mentioned, you are an alumni. You did go to Pacific back in the day, and now you're back here. So if you could kind of just describe that um, beginning journey with Pacific, like how did you even get to Pacific? Yeah, well, it's funny you're asking me that now. This is, uh, I actually started at Pacific 10 years ago. Uh, in awesome. the so, yeah. so this past year was kind of like a 10-year anniversary and self-reflection of my journey of where I was my senior year in high school. And, you know, now being here 10 years later, uh recruiting students to go to Pacific. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah. 10 years ago, I was a senior at, uh, at South Albany High School in Albany, Oregon. And I was very focused on wanting to go to college. I had no idea how to do it though. Thankfully, my uh, I had somebody in my high school helping me in that process. And that person was my track coach. I mm. was in, very involved with track and field and cross country. And so I knew uh, by then that I wanted to do that in college. And so I told my coach, I want to run in college. I want to study science. I want, and I want a small school in Oregon. And so my coach used all of that information to give me a list of a handful of schools in Oregon that I could apply to. And Pacific was one of them. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, and it turns did you out. Come up and, did you come up and visit the school? Yeah, so what I did first was I contacted all the schools, and he gave me four, and I emailed uh, all of them saying who I was and my interests, and uh, two of them got back to me, including Pacific, and I got invited uh, by the track coach, my, by my track coach, to come up and do an overnight visit, and the second I stepped foot on campus, I fell in love with it on tour. I just, I saw myself being in the classrooms, mm. racing on the track, living there. And it was the first time where I'd ever been to a college and felt that. And so, yeah, yeah I looked at my dad and I said, this is my first choice school now. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. What? So while you were here, what were you in, involved with? It sounds like you were involved with track, but what else did you do? Yeah. Um, uh, at first it was just that, but then I became involved with student government my junior year. I, I started mentoring at the local high school and that's ultimately what led me to wanting to have a job in higher education, that, for, that club that I was involved with. Uh, you know, I, I, before then I was just so involved in science and wanting to be a scientist, but then I realized that I could combine that with my interest in learning and, you know, hopefully uh, be able to teach others uh, about science. Uh, at least that was my main interest at the time. Well, yeah. I also worked at the library as the work study students, and I also uh, joined, I was a member of the original uh, Hispanic group on campus. Oh, okay, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, 
Fast forwarding a little bit, Rudy, you get through school, you graduate. Now what? What did you do right after graduation? Yeah. Uh, so the week of the day that I had my last final at Pacific, I got a call uh, and saying that I was accepted for a position uh, at a nonprofit called College Possible. So I had finished my final. I was back in my room. Two hours later, I get a call and I was like, oh man, I really hope that I really hope I got this. And they, they, they said, yeah, congratulations. And so I worked with College Possible for two years, helping low-income students get to college. So I did everything from helping students increase their SAT scores to filling out the FAFSA, chaperoning college tours, and helping through every step of the enrollment process. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it, it, it's funny that you ended up doing something, like you said, you fell in love with higher ed, and right off the bat, you get into something where you're just helping kids get into school um which is awesome man that's great what uh so i know you went to grad school too can you kind of talk about that experience for us yeah uh, a big part of that uh where uh my grad school journey was through college possible so oh okay uh, yeah so when um so my first year in college possible they uh wanted me to go all the way to philadelphia pennsylvania i left uh i left oregon with a suitcase a backpack and no knowledge of the east coast <laughs> No experience. I never set foot there, but yeah. I was I was 22. I was excited to you know really venture out of my comfort zone and learn uh, somewhere else. And um, over there, I interacted with students who had gone to schools all around the country. So I I interacted with people that went to uh, really prestigious schools that I'd only heard about on TV and stuff like uh, like Notre Dame. Swarthmore, uh, Penn, and then one of my uh, one of the leaders on our team got her master's at Columbia, and so that was my my first experience with actually knowing somebody that went there. Uh, one of the people my mom really looks up to went to Columbia, and she actually shared uh, his books with me because he seemed he actually had a similar college journey that I did. And so whenever I would oh. tell my mom about my journey in, at Pacific, she would say, "Yeah, the author said the same thing." when he was in college and right, so right. yeah so uh it's funny because like uh columbia ever since i was in high school just had this uh this interest uh you know it was always there i didn't know what it was about it uh but when i was in philly i actually finally got to visit new york city for the first time and one of the things i did was i visited columbia's campus and mm. I, I, uh, I went to the bookstore and i told myself that if i got anything from there that I would apply uh, the next year. And so I did. I got two things from there. I got a book and I got a shirt from Columbia. And, um, but yeah, a lot of it had to do with meeting people who had gone to schools like that and realizing, hey, I'm doing the same thing that they're doing. And yeah, I may not be from the East Coast or, you know, have had the same background, but I am right. You know, I'm doing the same kind of work. I'm, I'm qualified. So I, it, made, it gave me the confidence I needed to actually pursue a school like that for my master's. And the next yeah. year I applied and it was my reach. I mean, I applied to other schools too. It was, it was my reach, um, my reach on my list. But I mean, as soon as I got in, I, I just decided, yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, yeah, of course, dude. I mean, that's that's a great school and that's that's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. So. We go, we go to Columbia, we do some awesome things there, we get our degree, and now 
you've graduated. What brings you back to Pacific University? Yeah, so I, I ended up coming home. Uh, you know, after graduating, I was still in the process of looking uh, for a job. And through when I was away, when I was in College Possible, when I was at Columbia, I was always looking at Pacific's website to see if there was a job opening because I knew one of my uh, one of the people I went to school with was not working at Pacific in admissions. And so I was always looking to see if there was an opening uh, so I could interview or, uh, or learn more about it. And there never was. And then I, uh, after I came back, I was uh, back in Oregon for about a few weeks. And I decided to visit Pacific on a whim because I missed it. I hadn't been there in a couple of years. And so I say hi to some people, including my friend in admissions. And then they say, a job just opened up. It's not even on the website yet. And a week <laughs> later, I was hired. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. It's crazy how that works. It's kind of similar to mine. I came up to visit um, some of my friends after I graduated. And then, um, yeah, I popped by the admissions office and they were like, hey, do you want a job? And I was like, 100% yes. So <laughs> kind of funny how that works. Right. So now you're in this position um, and, you know, we all have our different territories. You, um, yeah, most of us, we end up actually getting to work in our hometowns and you are one of those people too. So what is that like being able to now work for the school you got to go to where you had all these amazing experiences and then go back home and recruit those same kids who, you know, lived very much um, similar lives to you in terms of childhood and high school and things like that. It's uh, it's really incredible to me. I mean, uh, uh, for one, uh, my mom sees me a lot more now <laughs> because I am <laughs> back in Oregon and she is thrilled every time I stop by. But right. I mean, it, it's great because, you know, I live similar life, uh, similar life to what a lot of my students in my territory live. And so I can really relate to them on that personal level a good amount of the time. And so like, I'll say, yeah, I can usually I can say, yeah, I knew somebody that went to your school or I you know, or I was here when I was a student competing at this event that I know you guys hold. Uh, right. and the fact that they appreciate like, wow, he actually knows our school and what we're about a lot of them are really surprised by that and then it definitely uh comes through when i recruit and i get to recruit at my own high school which uh, I, I always wanted to do and so it was great that i got uh, assigned that territory uh when, yeah. I, when i came back to pacific and started working here yeah yeah i mean and, and then in terms of just more of the admissions side of it um, why do you like working with like high school seniors? Like, what is it about, you've kind of mentioned it with the higher ed already, but what is it about this age that makes you excited? Yeah. So uh, what I like about it is that, uh, at least for me, when I was that age, it was the first time where I actually got to choose where I was going to go to school and what my future was going to look like. It felt like a very personal thing you know i i did get help every step of the way but it was based on what i wanted and you know it definitely shifted uh it was definitely more based on what i was interested in and not where i lived you know mm -hmm. so like i had to ask myself tough questions like what do i want my future to look like what do i see my what am i doing now that I want to keep doing or what do I want to get more of that I can't right now? And so I really had to think deep about those decisions and choices and then go from there. And so I, I like helping high school seniors navigate that because a lot of times 
they're having to answer questions that they never had to think about. You know, they go to school based on where they live uh, up until their uh, up until their senior year of high school, and then now they're they can go to school anywhere in the country or in the world based on where they apply. And so, being able to mm-hmm. help in that in any way I can is really rewarding for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Being able to see them start one way and then um, you know do whatever I can to make sure that they get to point B. You know, everyone starts at point A and get to point B can be more difficult for some students than others, um, especially students where, you know, their families might have a language barrier, things like that. Um, you're fluent in Spanish. So how has that helped not just you, but our entire school in terms of, um, you know, connecting with families and things like that? Oh, it's incredibly invaluable. I mean, I, um, I grew up speaking Spanish. I actually entered kindergarten not knowing one word of English. And, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a uh, school was really a struggle for me up until uh, up until maybe end of first grade. But like I always retained that Spanish because I was the translator for our family. I was the oldest and my mom still doesn't speak English. And so I speak Spanish with her every time I go back to Albany. And mm. so it, I de- it definitely kept me from getting rusty in my Spanish. And Starting, uh, yeah, in college, I was starting to translate for more people uh, and uh, for other departments. And it's really helpful because I can uh, take phone calls for uh, my families in Spanish or for other counselors. I can give tours in Spanish. I give, uh, I talk about Pacific. I can give whole presentations in Spanish on the fly uh, just yeah. because uh just because of that experience that I have, and I'm happy to do it. And um, and families definitely appreciate that because it just, yeah. you know, you know, parents can get that information that they need in their native language. And also it gives students a chance to be the student and not a translator. And that's something that uh, I definitely care about. I want the student to experience the student part as much as possible and not have to have to be in two places at once when it comes to being present, but also having to help their parents out. Yeah, yeah. I I like what you said. Let the student give be a chance. Give the student a chance to just be a student. Um, let them actually, you know, be able to just listen and focus. They don't have to do the translating. Which I'm sure, like you said, it's not like you hated translating for your mom and dad. But that does take away some of the attention that you can give as a person um, to something when you're consistently having to translate. So the fact that you're willing to step in and help these families out. Um, I think that's huge. And it's definitely, I know you've definitely had to talk to a family of mine once um, for language barriers. And I think that's so awesome that um, the pressure doesn't necessarily have to sit on my shoulders of like, oh man, I I hope that I did all I can to make sure this student is ready and this family is ready. But we have someone on deck who's 100% willing to help. And I think that's awesome, man. Yeah, no. And I am definitely, like you said, I am definitely happy to do it. Uh, Not just for the student's sake, but also because I know... uh, you know, like you said, we want to make sure that the families are getting all the information that they need or questions are being answered. And it's just mm-hmm. another uh, way to ensure that that is happening for all of our families. Yeah, yeah. Rudy, I, got, I have one goofy question that I did not prepare you for. Um, but I know you're a big reader. Um, uh, you know, last time I checked, you were trying to read a book a week. Is that still a thing that you're doing? Uh, that was last year. Now I'm trying to do a book and a half a week. Uh, raise my goal. <laughs> yeah. How's that been going this year? 
It's been going good. Yeah, I, I keep a tally board up in my room. I'm currently up to 38 books right now, My oh, uh, and it's June, so I need one more to hit the halfway point. <laughs> Rudy, don't tell my old teachers or anything, but I don't know if I've read 38 books in my entire life. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, I, think that, I think that's pretty awesome that you can get that done in one year. Um, yeah, Rudy, thank you so much for meeting with us. I hope for families that this has been helpful to um, – you know, listen to someone who has been a Pacific person since they're 18 years old and is still very much willing to help out. Rudy, do you have any, um, you know, last words or, uh, well, that sounds really dark, but do you have any um, last comments that you can make towards uh, families um, who you might be spending some time with this upcoming fall? Yeah, uh, I'd like to say, uh, first of all, thank you for coming and listening to our podcast and also to definitely... Uh, enjoy the process. I mean, yes, it is sometimes a little challenging getting all your questions answered and meeting the deadlines, but it's also a lot of fun because, you know, all this work that you're doing at the end of the day is for you and to ensure that the next four years of your life uh, when you start college are as incredible of an experience as it was uh, for us here at Pacific. And we are more than happy to help in any way that we can with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us today, Rudy. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.